Hi, my name is Christy Lee. Welcome back to another episode of the Praise and Worship podcast. I'm thrilled today to have a local group, LCBC Worship. They are from LCBC Church right here in central Pennsylvania. And I got to say that over the past year, we've had some great worship releases from churches right here in WJTL's listening area. And this is the latest one releasing right around Easter with songs of resurrection, victory. You'll hear a few lyrics from hymns and some of their new songs, plus some really awesome bridges, which often are my favorite part of a worship song. There's also a key element of the visuals with this project recorded live. Video is a big part of this. And we talk about that in this upcoming interview. I think you'll really enjoy it, talking about every track on the new project. And I was joined by a whole bunch of LCBC worship leaders who are used to regularly connecting over Zoom since they have churches in so many different locations. You'll hear from Chuck Gibson in this interview, Ryan Holmes, Carrie King, Donovan Henry, and Jordan Buckwalder. Enjoy this one. It's LCBC Worship on the Praise and Worship podcast. Hey, my name is Christy Lee, and this is the Praise and Worship Podcast. I'm so excited to be talking with LCBC Worship today. Hey, guys. Most of them are muted. There you go. Most of them are muted, so you got an awful lot of waves there. (laughs) Uh, But we here at WJTL have been playing LCBC for, I mean, I'm going to say it's almost decades, plural, um, going back quite a ways. So you may be seeing some faces that you've heard over all of the years. Of course, if you listen to JTL on Sunday mornings, we play LCBC's church service at 10 o'clock. So a lot of these voices might be familiar, um, but we're gonna be talking about their new project, Rise, and hearing a bunch from the crew. The first thing I wanna do, since you can tell we are in like expanded grid mode, we've got the record for the most people I've Zoom interviewed with so far. I wanna go around and say hi to everybody, right? So we're gonna go around, say who you are and how you're involved with LCBC Worship, okay? So Chuck, let's start with you. All right, so first, well, my name is Chuck Gibson. I've been at LCBC for about six years and I lead worship at our Lancaster City location and help with directing stuff with all of our worship leaders. Um, But I wanna add, when you said we've been playing LCBC for decades, just personally, I wanna add that that was, you know, back when I was about five years old. So I'm only about- Me too. (laughs) Yeah, same, same. So I just wanted to let everyone know how old I was. Awesome. I should mention too that while LCBC Church is one church in multiple locations, this interview, also one interview, happening in multiple locations. Chuck, where are you during this Zoom? Right now I'm at our Mannheim location. All right. Yep. Cool. Let's go next to Carrie. Carrie, introduce yourself and you give your answers to that question. Yes, Um, I'm Carrie King. I am at LCBC Harrisburg right now, which is where I lead worship. And I am on songwriting panel and like all the creative team stuff. Yeah, I've been here for like seven years at LCBC writing. to add to Chuck, he does have a nickname. Though he may have been five, he is. Oh. Can I say it? <laughs> he has a fond name of Grandpa Worship. <laughs> Grandfather Worship. He's not, but that is. It's I have to drop it gray, in there. Gray. I know. All the age comments. So Matt Goss is not a part of this particular Zoom today, although his voice can be heard on the uh, on the project, on the EP. I, I always thought maybe he would have that nickname. No? Does he have one? Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> no, 
No one's answering. You really should have that one. It's really like maybe we can change that here on this call. Harry, why don't you take that one? <laughs> what do we call what do we call Matt? <laughs> All right. Nobody really wants credit for any of that decision. So let's go next to Donovan. Donovan, tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself, where you are, how you're involved with LCBC worship. Sure, I'm Donovan. I'm probably the the new the newest or newer person on uh, the page here. Um, uh, I lead worship at Branch Creek down in uh, Harleysville area, and uh, songwriter on you know uh, with our team, and also help with some of the uh, contract stuff and getting stuff together and making sure we're copyrighted and we got all our things going. So, that is some really important stuff. Very. I think some some people would have a lot of questions for that guy. Like a lot of churches are getting into recording their own stuff, putting it out there, and that's one of the big things that people are trying to figure out how to navigate the nitty gritty copyright side of everything. So maybe you'll get hit up with some questions about that, Donovan. I have a question though about your mic. Are you just using your computer audio? Your voice sounds great. Does it? Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, that's just, that's my just how his voice sounds. <laughs> it's great all the time. All the time. My wife you got said that guy on copyright. <laughs> <laughs> awesome voice. Uh, all right, let's go next to Ryan. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm Ryan Holmes. Um, I've been a part of LCBC for a while. I've been on staff for 17 years. I currently serve as the Mannheim campus pastor, but I'm also the director of creative worship experiences. At LCBC, that just means I, I kind of help oversee our weekend gatherings, but then also our other creative processes. I'd be like a creative pastor at other churches. So I, I help oversee this group that we're with right now. This is like our original song team and actually just our song team. We plan sets for our church, worship sets, but we also work on original music and original content together. So and I, I'm coming to you from uh, my basement. So. Nice. <laughs> Now, your job description, Ryan, is fascinating. What is a key to pulling off creative worship experiences? Um, I mean, I think the key is is uh, a couple of things: having a great team and a great group of people to work with, and obviously, um, you know, the the ideas that this group can bring collectively. Uh, but it's also just trying to serve the church best. And what's the mission of our church, which is to introduce people to Jesus and together fully follow him. And so we're honestly just throughout our sets each and every week, just trying to help accomplish that mission and that goal. And so, so yeah, just keeping, I think the right things in front of you as well. During the pandemic, did that change anything for you to be able to to do creative worship experiences, the you know when church was shut down, did that bring anything up? I mean, I'm you just have piqued my curiosity with this, and I think people can relate to it. So I'm just curious how yeah. that went for you. So I think it changed a lot of things for everybody. We were really grateful to have had an online uh, church platform that was already kind of in existence, but we really leaned on that like everyone else did, I think, during the pandemic. And, and so it did, uh, it did change the dynamic. You know, there were, there were many weeks where, as worship leaders, we were leading to empty rooms or to cameras instead of to people. And that was, that was a really challenging season. We're so grateful right now that we have people back in our rooms and we're getting to sing and worship and we're getting to hear 
what we think is the main instrument. Um, it's not, you know, drums or guitar or keys or our voice, but it's the church singing. We are here to facilitate the main instrument of, of our people singing. And so it, cha- it definitely changed a lot. It changed how we had to think about m- small things like programming and, and, and transitions and all of those types of things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a wild year for everybody, but it's been great too. We're really grateful. Man, I love that you called the congregation the main instrument. Um, that is so important. And when they're missing, when that part drops, you go, whoa, that it really, it just kind of um, reiterates how, how central that is in worship in church. I mean, even if you go to like a women's conference or a men's conference and you just have just the ladies or just the guys, there's nothing like when that full congregation is together and that instrument is in, in full force. So I love that. And that's a great thing for people to remember as basic as it seems totally awesome central thing to remember thanks for that ryan jordan you are up next tell us about yourself yeah so i'm jordan and uh i lead worship at our Ephrata campus that's where i am right now and also help with our creative team our creative process um our production team our music production and then obviously a part of this team with song planning song uh writing and yeah, part of that process. Been here for about that's like twelve or thirteen years. Man, so, yeah. Well, what I want to do in this conversation is I want to I want to go through a lot of the songs on this project. Um, we're going to talk about themes of resurrection, which is pretty evident when you hear the lyrics of these songs. There's also some bridges that I just adore on this project. Um, some duets and harmonies, kind of a back and forth. And then even though it's music, we're gonna talk about some of the visual because I feel like that is a key part in this project. So those are some of the things coming up. And even though Jordan went last in intros, he's gonna go first because he's on the first track of the project, good news. After a pandemic year that we all don't know when it's actually gonna be over, but we've been in this for at least a year now. Good news as an opening track is amazing. It's also upbeat. So Jordan, will you please tell us about that song? Sure. Yeah. So um, good news. So at one point in time, we all used to office in the same building and kind of like within the same space. Right. And so a lot of us were kind of right next to each other office wise. And so collaboration was much easier back then. And um, so for this song, this is one that, um, Carrie, Carrie King and I actually often write together, and uh, this is one that we collaborated on. And I think, you know, it's it's sometimes hard to remember back to these moments, but I think for this song, it was one that I kind of had an idea and I had like a uh, kind of a framework for this song and based off of like Romans 10 and just, you know, sharing the good news and that everybody Um, is invited into this good news. Everybody is invited to know Jesus Christ and to be a part of uh, that family. And um, so kind of had like the the bones of this song and and went to Carrie and was like, hey, I have, you know, kind of uh, a starting point with this. and I have some ideas and would love to just collaborate and and work together with this. And uh, we sat down together and uh, spent, you know, some time on this song. And she actually came up with that hook, I think, with the, the O's and added a few other things that just kind of took it from a 
um, just a kind of an incomplete thought to a complete thought and just made it uh, what you're hearing on the, the track there. Carrie, you have anything to add to the story of that song? Uh, sure. I remember, yeah, it's like the good old days we always joke about being right next door, getting to just pop over to write. But I love that song because it current, like back, it was a couple of years ago, but like of all the worship songs that were, we were singing pretty regularly, there was none that really hit that topic of like sharing the gospel, like singing about that in a hopeful way. So, and I still love that. Like, it's a little bit different. It's just like anthemic, like just sing this, um, introduce people to Christ. Like that's, it's just a more unique topic. And I really love that. And I still do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool thing I'll say about this song too, like Jordan wrote, they, Jordan and Carrie wrote this a couple of years ago and it was like such a great song that just had, had like kind of kept staying around and it's just cool the timing of how it worked out for us to kind of release it now because when we talked about this project, we're like, man, what, what a killer song for the time and space we're in, like just the good news of, of the gospel right now it's just such great timing we all need good news right now you know so we just really love that that could be our like opening track too like that song setting the tone for the rest of the songs that we get to hear on the album yeah so good i see a lot of nodding anybody else yeah the only thing i was going to add was uh you talked earlier about the visuals of um you know filming some of these songs uh being played and I just remember the band working through this, this song in particular, the first time, you know, once you finish this song, it was like this moment where exactly what Ryan just described that like a song that you need in this season at this time, uh, both individually, but then as a band, as we were playing that you finish the song, you're like, man, this is happening in this moment as we're rehearsing that like the, the gospel, the good news is such an important message for, for everyone right now. So I just remember us feeling that as a band as we played it. Right. And honestly, that was kind of the first time that we actually played that as a band, I think, which, which was the case for a lot of these songs. Wow. And you don't know sometimes until that moment where you're like, oh, man, this, this feels right. This feels good. That song feels awesome. It feels <laughs> really, really good. I mean, it's got a great energy to it. Super encouraging. I mean, yeah, that, that song is, is just awesome. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. So Chuck, you talked a little bit about the visuals. Let's run with that for a second here, because um, I mean, the videos are are super cool and it's such a contrast from what we see so often that it's I mean, it's mostly dark and but there's like this glimmer to it. I mean, I'm probably not using all of the video guys favorite uh, description words, but to me, when I, I watch it, I see um, kind of how I feel in this season uh, throughout the past year, just something that's very dark and yet very hopeful. And somehow that translates visually when I watch uh, how you've done this. Also, it's just cool, the whole circle thing. I think worship leaders love to have a chance to be in a circle with each other when you're usually in a totally different lineup, you know, on the stage. So uh, who wants to talk about the visual part of recording this, this Rise EP? I'm going to kick it over to Ryan. <laughs> you know, so back to what I said earlier, we have a really phenomenal team and we have a, we have an incredible video department and, and Brian Schaub helps lead it for us. And he's a really great videographer. And we kind of had this idea that we wanted this album to, 
um, the, the theme was obviously resurrection, you know, and, and rise. And we wanted to release it around Easter. And we just had, we just gave him words of like what we thought we, we wanted it to feel like. And then he, he was able to kind of put that into the, the, what you see visually. And so we kind of got these, these lights that we were able to hang overhead that, that really just put off this really warm, but like you said, hopeful glow, um, but still in kind of a contrasty dark space as well. Yeah. And so we didn't want to have, you know, a lot of times you can, you can go really far into lighting design and which we do in our weekend gatherings, which is, which is really beneficial to, I think, help, uh, help the music translate. We just wanted this to be really simple and hopeful and, um, and just kind of honest and just kind of reflect the feel, the feel of the songs. And so Brian did a great job capturing that. And so, so I, we won't take credit for any of that is what we're saying. Like Brian, Brian was the mastermind behind all that. But all of that was done in house with your team and yeah. in your yeah. spaces. Yep. And so we have an incredible tech team as well, who was able to, to really uh, help bring it to life. Then one of the things Donovan uh, has challenged us on since he's been here. He, what, what do you say, D? It's all, it's all in the house, right? It's all in the house. Like all we can do house. it. Everything you need, God, God put it in the house. So yeah, that, that's just been a great reminder for us. And this Chuck was just saying earlier, we met earlier as a team. And it, one thing that was just really cool about this project was just being able to, to see our team collectively work together, even cross departments, you know, tech and video and worship and communications and all of us kind of coming together collectively and bringing our own unique things to it, um, leveraging our expertise, but put, but being able to do it collectively for one thing was, was just a lot, a lot of fun. And we're really grateful for the team we have. Well, I can say just from listening to it and watching it, there is growth in all departments because the final product um, is, I mean, it's just a leap forward from things, you know, LCBC worship has been releasing things for years and years. And this one just, I mean, it's, it's awesome. So it's great to hear that you involved your own people and your own departments and worked together and got to this place. Um, yeah, that's, that's a job well done for, for all of you. So that's very cool to hear. All okay. right, let's let's keep on going. Let's go to the overall because the second track on the project is Rise. There are two versions on the EP, and uh, it's all you know. Also, the title track. Chuck, do you or does Carrie or whoever want to the overall? I mean, we've talked a little bit about resurrection already, and that's one of the themes on this project. But this would be a good spot also to talk about the overall uh, overall record. I can start, but I will definitely kick this kick this around. But <laughs> yeah, one one of the things that um, I was sharing with the guys before we got on this call was, um, you know, we've been, as you just said, uh, LCBC has been writing songs for for a long time, and it's been a big part of um, kind of behind the scenes. What makes us, you know, artists and and followers of Jesus is we express that through writing songs, and to be able to do that together is man such a privilege um, because we know that our main job obviously is is to, to help lead our church and connect with people and introduce them to Jesus. And so the fact that we could do this and for us, it's been such a journey to figure out how do you do this while you, you know, help lead a church? How do you actually carve out the time to write? How do you collaborate well? And, and so this particular project, what's interesting is we, 
um, after the new year, we were really in a, in a rhythm of releasing singles or, or trying to start releasing singles. And uh, for us, it was like, how do we take these songs and give them even more life than they have? And is this a moment in time where we should do that? And um, what was interesting is you're looking at a list of songs that you've been working and rewriting and bouncing lyrics off. Probably of a list other. of like 40 songs, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and what, what you're left with is like, as individuals, man, we love learning more about the craft of writing songs and especially for our church, if possible. Um, but even out of our own devotion, our own like time with Jesus, like we're writing these songs. And so that's where looking at that 40, it was like, man, um, we're seeing some alignment on what are the songs that we're just most passionate about? And they happen to all align with resurrection. And so the timing, you know, it wasn't like, hey, let's write a resurrection album. Let's not, you know, like it's Easter. Let's do that. These songs had kind of, as you, as we said before, you know, Good News was written a couple of years ago. But these songs, Beauty and the Death, Ryan wrote that a bunch of years ago. It was like these songs just continue to live on top of that list. And so it was like this confirmation of, man, Rise is a moment for us to um, lean into the songs we already believe in and they happen to align with resurrection which was just you know again just affirmation let's keep going in this direction trusting that this is these are the songs for this season so and what's funny and kind of crazy too is like like chuck just said we started the conversation about this project back in what was it january like beginning of january so we had like we knew we had like two months and a very quick turnaround time to get something like this ready for easter and so that was a, a fun undertaking, too. And we definitely, I would say, learned a lot through that process, which we were even just talking about a bit, which was fun. You guys only started this in 2021. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Are there more songs on on the way soon? It was Did you decide, OK, let's do the EP by Easter? And then is there something else coming? I don't know. Give, give you another two, three months and maybe you'll have a whole nother 10 songs recorded what else, what else is coming up <laughs> i think like what what chuck said is we're trying to figure out how we can consistently um consistently write and consistently put out music so we don't have anything firmed up yet but all we know is we want to continue to release stuff and again our our first job is to lead worship, to, to help lead our campuses, help lead our church. And we kind of get to do this stuff, which is awesome, but we're trying to figure out how can we build into in this into a regular rhythm for us. Yeah, and you guys know it's tricky. Leading worship is one thing, having a song then translate recorded, whether it's studio or a live recording is a whole nother tricky thing. It's very difficult to get that uh, right and to have that energy there and then to have it connect with a congregation who doesn't have that as part of their DNA, hasn't been singing that song for years. So um, yeah, you do hear different elements of familiar things. Like there are a couple of little hymn things going on a couple of these tracks, things that pull people in. Um, but yeah, these songs are pretty easy to get a hold of. Uh, Chuck mentioned something about beauty in the death. I wanna talk about this song because um, I love the bridge of this song that death leads to death, life le leads to life part is so compelling. So I would love to hear more about that song, Beauty and the Death. Uh, yeah, so um, Chuck leads this tune on the record and does a killer job. Like he, he put down a killer 
vocal on it and just leads it with so much conviction. Um, so this this song, Like Good News, it's a song I wrote. I was just telling Chuck this the other day, actually. Um, I, I, I remember right start, starting writing it. It was like it was a Sunday morning. I think it was it was Easter, Easter Sunday, like 2016. And I'm I'm driving to go lead worship at the Ephrata campus at the time. And I just remember, you know, I think worship leaders, we probably all do this, but like you have those early morning car rides to the church. And I just remember it was Easter Sunday and I'm just kind of praying and talking to God and like, and in my prayer, I, it just came out like, I was just thinking about resurrection, what he's done for us, Easter. I said, man, there's, there's, there's beauty in the death where grace and mercy, they're expressed, right? That was the original line. Um, but that, that's just what came out in a, in a moment of prayer. And, and I just kept like kind of meditating on beauty and the death. And like, that was the inception of that song. And it was something I just loved about that juxtaposition of like, like death, which is, which is just, just the, the anguish, the pain, the sorrow that Jesus had to go through and just how it's, it's, it's so incredibly beautiful at the same time, what he's done for us. Our, our faith is hinged upon that moment of his death and resurrection because of that we find life and so i i knew i just wanted to kind of put that in that whole feeling into a song and it just kind of became beauty and the death as i wrote it so funny thing about the bridge um because you say you love the bridge so much so yeah. i wrote this song 2016 2017 i pitched it to these guys i think like they were all okay on it and yeah it's okay you know i think they liked it but Jordan specifically forever was like, I had a whole different bridge in there originally. And he was like, I just don't know if that bridge quite fits the song. And, and like, I wrote, like, I think I wrote two other bridges, Carrie and Jordan tried to write a bridge just like, and nothing just like felt like it was working until this year, like until this year. And, and um, I just remember, it was just like month and a half, two months ago, probably two months ago now. Um, I just remember just sitting right here, actually, at this desk and just kind of mulling on the lyrics. And that that bridge just came out. I wanted it to be almost like a culmination of the tune, just like the peak moment. And just man, just and your death leads to death of sin and shame calling me out, you know, from my grave. And so just kind of it just kind of came out and happened and really grateful because I do feel like it, it really helped. Jordan was right. It was the other bridges I had stunk. And so oh. it was better. So Jordan, you like this one now? Yeah, I was like, when I heard this, like the new bridge, like I just kept telling him like through the year, I was like, no, it's just not right. Like it just needs to feel like, I don't know, just like this anthem moment and just like the the top of the song, right? Yeah. And when I heard this, I was, it just was like, that's exactly like what it needs to be. It felt so great. So I was- I love that it makes you think too. The first time I heard it, and I, I was like, death leads, we're in the church, we're used to singing death leads to life. Uh, or, you know, you're used to going from the opposite thing. And when I first heard it, I thought, wait, death leads to death, what? And so it almost has like that, that like light bulb catch moment in the bridge where you go, oh yeah. And then you can run and like sing it, you know, as from a congregational standpoint. Um, there's an aha there that has an incredible energy. So I love that part, that kind of flip on what the, the way that we're used to saying it. 
And I love that too, as a lyrical nerd, like I yeah. love that, but like sometimes we can also get too clever, you know? And so I remember asking, is that right. like too clever? You know, like are people going to get hung up on that? You know, but it also, it also seemed to work. So just, oh, yeah. one, just one note too on that exact thing, the, the, the lyrical changes as Ryan was just describing the story he told about the first line as he was writing to Ephrata about your grace and mercy are expressed. Literally we're up to the point of the filming of this song. I'm still singing the original lines because <laughs> I just preferred them. <laughs> it just felt more right. And yet I love that we collaborate and like tweak things to find, okay, this is, this is the direction we're headed, but I still think grace and mercy are expressed in that moment. So awesome. So cool. There's also a beautiful song worthy of it all. Uh, who wants to talk about that one? This this one is beautiful. The the vocals on it are beautiful. You get some harmonies in there that are really, really nice. And this is one that is a little slower. I mean, there's a lot of great tempo on this project. This one would be kind of in the, the slightly more mellow category, but it's a gorgeous song. Takers, Carrie? Carrie. You not talk to Carrie very much yet. <laughs> She's supposed to do this whole interview. <laughs> yes um ebony wilson is who sang on this track and and that's like her live take like it's amazing like just her first take her first go at it she just brings a whole it was very cool to me so i wrote this one and um it's cool to see how she brought a different like life and power to it just with her vocal and here in the band and um there's like this one is maybe a little less tied to resurrection the bridge is definitely um like from brokenness to righteousness your scars became my testament that's very much the resurrection of the cross um, but this one's just like just a straight up praise we were talking about like the journey that the album takes you on like good news beauty and the death and like just to leave to get to a point where all you want to do is just say hallelujah basically um, <laughs> So this song actually came from, I had my childhood piano recently moved to where I live now. So from my parents' house. And like, there's just something about an old out of tune, like kind of the keys don't all work super great. Um, I was just playing around. The song came out really quick because it was just, it reminded me, maybe it's because of this old piano, of like the years of like when I started worship leading and like living at home with my parents playing this piano with squeaky floor like a dent under the pedal and stuff to like getting I'm so grateful to get to work with this team because they just push so hard for like I've learned a lot from them and the songwriting and just uh, the stories that you can put into the song so this song is kind of like a just gratitude for what we've seen in our church and the journey that our church has been on and um, tied in with Easter just leading there. So this one's more like just the more general, like praise, hallelujah. There are though some really important lyrics there for what I think people are experiencing collectively in the darkness to light, winter to spring, uh, you know, those are in there. And that I think speaks so, so much to people who have been in so much darkness who have been literally through the season of winter, you know, we're getting to spring. Easter is so nicely timed in that transition. And that's where some of those lyrics come in. And when I hear that and hear it's in such a beautiful setting, I think it really has potential to connect with a lot of people in a special way. So yeah, that's, that's some of the stuff I love about it. 
Yeah, what's so great about that, like a song like that too, like I can remember when she sent like, she's, we'll send like demos to each other, like voice memos and that kind of thing. And I'm sure we each have probably, you know, a dozen of the voice memos from these original songs, like from the original uh, portion of these songs uh, that we can look back on and be like, man, like this, it's, it's just cool to see kind of where they started, where they went from and um, the collaboration points along the way and you know again the 12 iterations that you have from start to finish to what it it someday becomes it's it's, it's a lot of fun the final uh track on this ep is take my life and and let it be matt goss did that song in the early 2000s uh and then hearing it again at this time i'm curious how'd that song get on the project what's bubbling it up to the surface again in this season yeah, so that song kind of came out of a, an LCBC weekend, and we we were trying to find just the right follow-up song to, to one of David's messages, David, our senior pastor. And so we really liked the hymn, Take My Life and Let It Be, but to be honest, when we, when we went looking for the right arrangement, we couldn't find a good version of it, basically. And so one of the things Matt, Matt says often, Matt, our, our worship pastor, he said, Sometimes if you can't find the right song, maybe you're, maybe you're supposed to write that song. So he took his own advice in that moment and he wrote a great arrangement of Take My Life and Let It Be. And he wrote this like really timeless chorus. I think Donovan, you described it as just like, it just kind of feels timeless. And uh, he did it in like in a true Matt fashion and like, you know, probably in a half hour, you know, uh, just, just whipped it out quick. And it was, a, it was an arrangement that we then did that weekend at LCBC. And so this, this cut that you hear is actually, um, we remixed it, but it's live from that, that weekend. That was like maybe six weeks ago, something like that, eight weeks ago, or was it early? It was mid January, somewhere around there. So but yeah, really, really great arrangement. And um, I love, one of the things I loved about his arrangement was kind of the, the minor-ish feel through the verses that just really opened up to this really just um, hopeful, take my life, I'm living for your glory. Like it just, it just Matt just made it, made it transition so beautifully. Awesome. I love the project. I love the sound and the themes that are on it. Um, so good talking with all of you guys. Want to re remind people you can hear LCBC on JTL 10 o'clock Sunday mornings. You get to hear worship and the word as well. And that Rise, the EP, is out. You can stream it wherever you stream, wherever you listen to your music. It's out. It's ready to go. And definitely take a listen. Take advantage of watching the videos too because they add a very special something. Uh, so to all of you, Jordan and Ryan and Donovan and Carrie and Chuck, thank you for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks Thank so much, Christy. Yeah, thank you, Christy. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks so much to the crew from LCBC Worship for joining me and talking about the songs on their latest, That Rise EP. Stream it wherever you listen to music. It's out and available now. Also, follow them on social media. They post the videos and lyrics to some of the songs. And like you heard them mention, they're releasing more these days. And so you'll want to keep up with them for all of that. Also, listen in to WJTL on Sunday mornings. I bring you a praise and worship 
playlist from 6 until 10 a.m. And then we share some local worship services. LCBC's is at 10 o'clock. Hear it locally at FM 90.3. Stream it on the web at WJTL.com or download our free app. You can also give that command, play WJTL radio to your smart speaker on Sunday mornings, and it'll know what to do. Thanks again for joining me for this episode of the Praise and Worship Podcast.